welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about whatever we want. Hey. <laughs> We're both real-life zookeepers. And each week we chat about stuff. Normally we chat about animals, but this week we're going to be answering some fan-sent-in questions. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, nothing we say reflects our organizations. All thoughts and opinions are our own. Correct. We're qualified in what we say and in the advice that we give, maybe. Hard question mark on that. But let's go ahead and get grimy, huh? How about that? Let's do it. Flora, how's your week going? It's okay. It's the same as it always is, where I'm neither thriving nor dying. I am in a mm. s- constant state of peril and agony, but I am alive. <laughs> peril. <laughs> plateauing. <laughs> I am plateaued at agony. <sighs> wow. Nothing. Absolutely nothing new. I mean, just <laughs> nothing. Riveting. Just <laughs> 10 out of 10 staying i'm still staying inside i don't care what that's good i feel like i feel like crazy person for not wanting to get coronavirus i feel crazy because everybody else is just like this is fine yeah let's go outside like at the zoo Mm -hmm. the kids are licking glass bad they're all i mean it's just outrageous so my life is very boring i do at-home workouts i go roller skating i play ring fit adventure that sounds very exciting, all of that. <laughs> I honestly haven't had a beer in a month. I don't know why. I was craving one so bad today. Uh, yeah. I just, well, I got fat, you know, I got that beer gut, so I was trying to get rid of it. But I keep drinking Mountain Dew, and that's, I think, has more calories than beer, to be honest. <laughs> don't know. To be fucking I don't honest. Quite, don't quite know if that's a good alternative. It's you bad. Know what, though? It fits with the plateau theme. I it's, feel like you're still plateau. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Not making any gains, not making any losses. Right. Uh, so that's that. The cats are both, I don't know, in the other room. They know that I forbid them from being in here now when I sit down at this computer. And I'm drinking nothing. I drink Mountain Dew for dinner, and now I'm sitting here with absolutely nothing, which is a terrible choice, because I'm going to be dry as a desert by the end of this. But that's okay. I'm fucking parched. Anyway, how was your week? What are your cats doing? And what are you drinking, Fauna, my dearest? Oh, my God. This is the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Yeah, it's the it's copy and paste it and like set it as my ringtone because it's the only nice thing I'll ever say to you. Okay, well, you just negated it. So. <laughs> no! Uh, wow, I've had actually a stellar week. There have been a lot of things happening. You turned 50! I turned 50. I turned half a century. Can you believe? Can, Can you, you believe? even believe? Can you even believe that I'm this old? I am out here on the up and up. I was plateauing too, you know? Yeah. Actually, I was You were I was spiraling. Nose diving. You were spiraling. <laughs> I was not doing well. You were in the bottleneck effect. Oh. You know at the bottom when the animals start like having sex with each other and then they just like get really all the crazy genetic deformities and the population dies out? That's yeah, where like, you were. <laughs> there were three of me boning down when they shouldn't have, and then disease wiped me out. And that's where I was at. But that's now where you're at. I'm thriving. Back from the brink, babe. And uh, I'm out here living. So very exciting things happening in Fauna Land. What I'm drinking, I'm drinking a glass of wine because I'm a classy woman. And then <laughs> my cats are nearby one of them is staring at me waiting for me to feed him his kibbies he loves those they're his favorite and the other one is i don't know somewhere because you always yes interrupting you to talk more but um (laughs) you always call 
your cat's kibbies kibbies. So yeah. I do that now as well. And the I last time, uh, a million years ago, my parents came to visit. And I was mm-hmm. talking to Mulder, and I was like, it's kibby time. Get your kibbies. And my dad was just like, kibbies. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like uh, kibbies. Um, but I got that from you. Thank you. That rubbed off onto me. Now they are forever love- cat kibbies. That's what they are, dude. That's just what the fuck they are. That's what it says um, on my box. I was on a very important phone call earlier, and guess who decided to just fucking romp? Both of my cats. Oh, they were God. screaming. They were thumping. They were crashing. It was a really good time all around. So, you know, they can always, I can always count on them to be professional <sighs> and love that for us. Love Anyways, that. Anyways, this week, like I said, we're doing a Q&D. Obviously, if you didn't yeah. look at the fucking title, <laughs> buckle up, babe, because we're about to answer the questions bouncing around in that skull of yours. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> this week's question is coming to us from Jessica. Thank you for writing in. Thanks, she Jessica. She is a new listener, a new member of the grime family welcome to our dirty little secret <laughs> welcome to the hole that we all live in and sit in and talk welcome and play patty cake inside. Hole. yeah i'm glad that you've joined us in our hole we dried so off a is... spot for you to sit in everything else is kind of <laughs> wet pull up a slice of gravel babe <laughs> uh so she is very excited about being a new listener she is a zookeeper who's just entering the field and so she said that she enjoys a lot of our zoo related stories she was wondering just right off the bat if we have any advice to give to a new zookeeper now this is something that you and i have discussed ad nauseum and i think we've got some really good advice so if you want to hear a lot of that go check out our previous q and d's but if you could give one sentence of advice to jessica what would you tell her one sentence of advice for a new keeper for a brand new keeper. Yep. I'm going to say two pieces of contradicting <laughs> contradicting advice. Okay. I'm going to say be open-minded and be able to take criticism. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going to say... <laughs> semicolon. <laughs> semicolon. <laughs> same sentence. Stick to what you... Stick to your guns if you know something and you know something and don't let people make you feel stupid and like bully you around and make you have imposter syndrome because you got the position for a reason that's really good advice thank you yeah absolutely be confident but not cocky thank you for summarizing that (laughs) in a way better way than i did thank you that was the spark notes for flora's (laughs) advice no one wants Lord. to listen to me ramble. We'll just read the spark notes. It says, I don't remember already, but it's whatever you said. That's what it says. I said something good. Just rewind and listen to that. So uh, are you stealing my advice? Is that also yours? No, no, no. I was just making yours. I was improving upon yours. Oh, so improving my- <laughs> upon. Interesting. Okay. My advice, my one sentence advice is... You don't even have passion. one. No, I'm just trying to phrase it. <laughs> your passion is what brought you to the field, but don't forget that you, that the welfare of your animals uh, comes second to your personal welfare. Nice. I think there's a lot of inherent guilt that we all have when we go out on a limb and we're just overexerting ourselves for the sake of our animals, and that can sometimes 
end up being a toxic situation for ourselves and our coworkers. So make sure that you're looking out for yourself first. And, and if that's the case, then you'll be more than ready to provide for the welfare of your animals. Got to fill up your own cup before you toss it in someone else's face. Am I right? Yeah. When the plane starts to go down, you put your oxygen on first or else you're going to pass out before you put it on your kid. And then you'll both be dead. Yeah. That's We've what got I always so say. many real life examples. <laughs> We've got so many applicable things. Uh, was that helpful, Jessica? Tell us. Okay. Her, her main question, though, and this is the one we're going to focus on okay. in this episode, is what is your favorite zoo memory? And I thought this was so cute because you and I are old, bitter, jaded people. Right. <laughs> and I feel like it is way Let's too easy for us. reminisce on the good times. Yeah. It's way too easy for us to just sit here and stew and it's much nicer for us to to reminisce to look back fondly yeah one of our favorite moments the issue is so. that my brain it has like a small little cassette tape and mm. when i get to the end of the cassette tape i rewind it and start recording over mm-hmm. uh the cassette tape so my memory that's goes a- back the past 24 hours <laughs> that's about oh no <laughs> but i will do my very best you know the those uh, those younger people aren't going to know what a cassette tape is. Shit. I know we're in our fifties and it's, it's showing. <laughs> Shit. It's fucking showing. Yeah, I think when it when it hits the end, like your tape just eats it. It just eats itself. It does. <laughs> and there's nothing left. There's not even anything to rewind. No. So okay, so I broke this up a little bit. Cool. Into a, a few different segments. I wanted to talk about our favorite animal moment that like we have personally experienced. Uh, favorite story from a coworker's animal moment, and just favorite story with a coworker in general. Okay, so let's start with our favorite animal memory. Do you have one that comes to mind for us? Uh, animal memory. Favorite animal memory. Yeah. What What's your favorite animal experience? Oh my god, I can't. It can be several. No. Okay. Thank ones. you. Can I please You're pick welcome. more than one? <laughs> Fucking pressure. I was just like. Uh, 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 um. I have a couple, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Like my first baby penguin that I held in my hands and kissed on the top of the head. Yeah. Um, Never forget. That was adorable. Uh, The first time I ever smushed a beluga whale's melon. Like, (gasps) and gave it tongue pats and stuck my hand in a whale's mouth. That's bonk. That's a bonk thing to do. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's crazy. You feel weird about it and then you keep doing it and you're just like, this is normal. And then you're like, I'm putting my hand in its mouth and I'm petting its tongue and it likes it. This is weird. (laughs) And then just like any and all experiences with Kennifer Aniston. um, Oh, my dream. My dream bird. Legs for days. Dream boat. (laughs) Uh, We would just have like photo sessions. You took our engagement photos. We built a nest together when he would give me his feathers, when he would like attack the male springbok and rut to like guard my beauty. Um, when yeah. he would see me coming and he would strut across this entire giant habitat just Fucking to come started, over like, and like walk it. He was just coming. He would speed walk. Um, yeah. When he would clack at me whenever I tried to come near you. Yes. Everything about him. When he got his braces <laughs> and we met him at the clinic uh, at the yeah. at the vet because his face got ripped into a million pieces and he was still very sad, but it was still very cute because he lived and all he had was braces. It was and a yeah. love story for the ages. Yeah, and he hated everyone else except for except for me, I guess, at the yeah, time. Yeah, that was really great. Oh, so pure. 
So I think those are just a few of my favorite things. Oh, I love that. That's so cute. What about you? Uh, Let's see. So my favorite animal experiences also revolve around some of the animal babies I've taken care of. Babies. I know that you and I, uh, at one of the places we worked together, we took care of some cheetah cubs, which was Oh, really yeah. Cool. Oh, my God. I blocked that from memory. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I hate – boy, did I hate them. They didn't even make the top three. <laughs> they didn't even make the list. Uh, that was really Those fun. Those children. Really amazing. Our, yeah, our, our weird little adopted children. They rode in my car. Uh, they sure fucking did, dude. <laughs> like more than once i have fond memories of like uh butchering horses which i know sounds like fucked up but no um, but it was a good time well i guess that's not really an animal that's more of a co-worker memory i'll come back to that uh (laughs) i mean you're butchering an animal it's just like yeah maybe not not fun for them but like yeah true true but i was there uh at the second place you and i worked at you and i Honestly, okay, quite honestly, we kicked off a baby boom in the zoo because yes. our exceptional care led to, like, bone time for all the animals and Boeing. they all had babies while we were there, yeah. which was amazing. But, uh, yeah, I was able to help take care of and, like, do weigh-ins and checkups and stuff on our tiger cub. And I was, like, there from start to finish and, yeah. like, got to do all that fun stuff and I have, like... Photos during weigh-in when the he only had, like, one eye open. Out. And then our yeah, boss was I like, found him. that's not a baby, that's a bone. <laughs> yeah, he Did tried to happen? argue with me. He was like, that's a rib bone. And I was like, I don't think so, bud. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a fucking cub. Pretty sure that's a child. Um, but what a do child I know, of God. You know? <laughs> uh, I do have a funny story. So, um, and I think I've told this before, maybe on the show, but I had – a previous supervisor at another job who was interesting and one day i was visiting her and our vet tech in the hospital and like there was like an animal in quarantine and my supervisor didn't want to take care of this animal like she wanted me to just like feed it and so she is like hey i need you to stick around and like feed this animal and she said the name and i never heard of that before and i was like what is that and she was like don't worry about it. It's like behind this door. I'm just going to give you its food, open the door, and you're going to go in and give it to it. And I was like, what am I about to walk into? And I was so freaked out. And there was such like a hype built up that by the time she opened that door and I started to peek in that room, I literally had no idea what I was walking into. I didn't know if it was going to be like a fucking like giant ass rhino. I didn't know if it was going to be this like big ass fucking snake. I had no fucking clue. And so she opens the door, and I slowly, like, peek around the door. Okay, I also mentioned that she hands me a dead mouse. And so I was like, well, it eats meat, whatever it is. Like, am I going into my death? And so she, like, slides the door open, and I peek around. It's a motherfucking frog mouth. The craziest fucking bird you'll ever see. You're so not a tiny motherfucking frog mouth. And that thing just, like, turned its big fucking face to me. And its eyes opened, and its mouth went, ah. And, like, saw the mouse in my hand. I nearly shit. I was laughing so hard. It was so unnerving um, that she just sent me in blind. So that was really fun (laughs) as well. We were um, hand-raising that baby ape. Those owls? Wait. Uh, Yeah. Was it those owls? Yes. But we were (sighs) hand-raising the baby ape. And at the same time, they were like, also, just take care of these fucking owls. So I was like sleeping on a cot in a dark, haunted (laughs) office in a dark, haunted zoo. And I would wake (laughs) up and feed like a fucking monkey baby, which was like, whatever. It was cute. 
And then you just like open this box and there's just like these shitty three baby owls and they're just like, yeah. Every know, time you open the box. do that like bobbing yes. thing. Where <laughs> so I'd feed this like adorable, sweet angel, like baby that just wanted to like touch your face and like be cute. And then you open this like demon box and had to like cut the mice into pieces. There's like blood everywhere. And they're just like, yeah. like thaw them out and cut them yeah. into pieces. Fucking disgusting. Yeah, that was crazy. I, um, I love how they were just like, yeah, your hands won't be full enough. Like, you're not going to be busy enough staying here all no. night taking care of this no, baby. No, and this haunted Here's, zoo. <laughs> here are these three fucking baby birds. Go ahead and take birds care of them. Too. on the ground. Tack them on. Yeah, that was insane. Do you and then we woke up and worked worked the entire next day. <laughs> yeah, like unbathed. <laughs> yes, I don't think I showered the whole time I worked there. But while we were talking about that, I realized I hand-raised baby servals. I also had three baby servals like living in my apartment. What? Oh my god. That I bottle fed. And they were insane. They also That's suckled dumb. on each other's buttholes. So watch out for that. <laughs> so, uh, make a note. <laughs> So if you ever hand raised uh, cats, be prepared for that. Be prepared; they suckle on each other's buttholes. God, FYI. that's like my that's my number one insult. Everyone knows this in Discord that if I like, if I don't know what to say and someone's being shitty, I just tell them to like eat or suck my butt. And it right, just, like it works. And the servers like were like, "Yes, please, <laughs> one please, sign me up." Okay, so my next category was your favorite animal story from a coworker. So like, you can tell any story mean? from me, I guess, but it's like anything that. Um, that you, you know any of your coworkers have gone through that you thought oh was that they've like done or something yeah oh okay um I can start if you oh, want. oh sure okay so give me this a, was one where yeah so this is one where um I have a couple they're actually both with you lol oh um, god <laughs> oh god one of them I was there and that was when you were taking care of that pygmy hippo and he was like he just like got embarrassed because he like tripped and fell. Yes, <laughs> he just like fucking raged and like thrashed at that bush because he saw us watching him and like got all embarrassed and shit. That was I so fucking that. funny. <laughs> but probably my favorite one is when you said that there was that like weird power outage and I had gone home early that day and it was like oh, you God. and another keeper and like our curator had to like shift all these animals in around yes. the zoo and well, there's no power. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fucking power. And the, like, dr- the doors at, like, the chip barn were, like, electrically powered, right? Yes. And so there, and there was, was no, no way to, like, shift them in. generator, <laughs> god damn it. Who there made this? no way to shift these motherfucking chimps in. And so you, like, our curator, well, you can tell the story. Like, you were there. <laughs> <laughs> All the power goes out. We worked at this place that like didn't train their animals and not neither of us worked at the chimps so this is not our problem right so they're like (laughs) wild untrained chimps who would like literally either spit in your face or try to trick you into like sticking your hand close enough to them that they would grab it and try to break your fingers they were evil or piss in your boot i didn't even know how many we had and i'm walking into this like dark dungeon building that had like one window it's pitch black (laughs) outside there was a huge storm and we got to get these goddamn chimps in. And the only way to do it is to, like, take a panel off the wall, put the panel back on, shove my curator inside of it, drill, <laughs> like, secure it, drill this panel back on. And then he's going to, like, physically lift the door with, like, a hand crank. Yes. But the position that he's in, he's, like, in with the chimps, but, like, through a mesh wall. That they don't know that he's in. <laughs> That they don't know until they did know, 
Because they all came in, and that little demon, that little demon one, Mojo, or whatever the fuck his name was, wasn't he the little demon? Yeah, yep. When Mojo, the little demon, came in, he, like, knew the curator was in there, like, saw him. He started poking his little fat chimp fingers in there, trying to get him. Yeah. So then, like, (laughs) you're just, like, playing, like, you're just, like, bluffing with, like, nine chimps. Yeah, so here, (laughs) then, all the chimps come in, right? And they're screaming, there's been a thunderstorm, like, there's no power, it's late. Like, they're like, what the fuck? They're going into a dark building, and then they always scream. So they were just, like, screaming. So then the curator, mm-hmm. like, hand cranks the door shut, but I cannot open the door to let him out <laughs> until I know that, like, there are no, ch- like, we have all the chimps. And so it's, like, a blackened barn with these, like, dark-colored animals jumping mm-hmm. and screaming, and I have a phone flashlight, and I'm like, one, <laughs> uh, two, uh, three? I think they're all in here? Fuck. <laughs> So not only did I open, like, a door blind, because, like, there could have been a chip behind me, but then I had to, like, get my boss out of the wall. And then... <laughs> just, like, carve my boss out of the wall. We're also dripping sweat. This is, like, a summer storm. There's no, like, fucking air in this building. He's in a wall. <laughs> and we finally get out, and that was, like, the last thing we had to do before I left. And we get back to his car, because he drove us to Chimp, and we were, like, going to drive to the exit. And the car door, like, comes on, and we're, like, sopping wet. And he's got all these cobwebs in his hair. And I was like, hey, you have cobwebs in your hair. And he was like, that is the absolute last of my, like, worries right now. And I was like, that is so fair. But, like, I was just letting you know. I was doing you a favor, you know. Like, if you saw it later, you'd been like, damn, Florida didn't say shit to me about all these cobwebs in my hair. But I knew I hated that shady bitch. She wouldn't tell me at all. So then I, like, ran home got mcdonald's and like went to your apartment and was like can i just tell you (laughs) what i just did because that is still i'm pretty sure i had gone home sick that day yes i think you did you like pounded on my door and you're just like i need to talk and i was like okay (laughs) i can't like really come i can't like unless you guys saw how this building was set up i cannot like directly portray how insane this story is like (laughs) we were several times were we in danger of like dying like none of that is like normal protocol like he could have died i physically put him inside a wall (laughs) like what if i just left and he asked you to yeah and like i could have left him in the wall (laughs) like i just i can't a lot of trust there there was just a lot going on with that. Uh, so yeah, those were my um, oh my, my favorite coworker stories. Do you have any from any of your past um, or present coworkers? The issue is that, like I usually hate my coworkers because I hate people. Yes. So when they talk, I don't I like disassociate because I don't even want to hear what they're talking about. <laughs> you um, only come to when they say your name. <laughs> Basically, and then I'm just like, are you speaking to me or, <laughs> or all I can think about is that time that you called me on the radio or on your, on my phone and you were like, can you come to the bathroom like really quickly? And I thought you were having like an episode <laughs> or like a panic attack or something or something was wrong. Like you sounded really scared. <laughs> and I sprinted halfway across <laughs> the zoo to go to this bathroom nowhere near me. And I get in there and you're like, there's a f- eyelash in my eye. Can you get it out? No, it was a bug. <laughs> the it fuck? was a bug. I was thought you were a bag of thought you were injured into a giraffe trough, and like a bug flew into my eye, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" 
I needed you to come blow in my eye. Yeah, and then that same person who I screwed into the wall was like just blowing her eyeball. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, it blew my mind. They're just like, oh and yeah, we you can just like blow it into the eye. Yeah, you did. You blew it right out of my eye. Another That's great an story <laughs> from that place is when that woman was putting the giraffe like brows up or something. And uh-huh. it was, like, covered in fire ants, and fire ants rained down on her, and she ripped her shirt off, like, <laughs> in the middle of the day at the zoo, screaming, because she got <laughs> fire ants all over her. And then she called on the radio, like, I need a woman to come to giraffe. It was like, everyone saw you without your shirt on. Why, is, why are you shy now? <laughs> you ripped it off in the public. Is the entrance of the zoo. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and that woman just, like, pissing with the door open. That was also that place. Yeah, I mean, I was going to get into that when we got into, like, you know, our just, like, general co-worker stories. Oh, but that's, yeah. But that works. Let's get into that. Yeah, so we uh, we worked with this woman who was bizarre. and Bizarre. She was bizarre. And she came in, and uh, mind you, like, our break room was not very nice, and our bathroom was, like, a closet in oh, that break room. Oh, so bad. It was so bad. And uh, she – I just remember we were all eating lunch one day, and she comes – busting into the break room like bangs the door open sprints over to the bathroom in the corner and just like and the whole time is just like has to piss like you can fucking tell and uh she like whips the door shut but she doesn't actually shut it she just like closes it halfway and she starts fucking pissing and we're all just (laughs) like eating our lunch the door is half open and we're all just like she's just she's pissing like four feet from there's just a woman Pissing four feet from us with this <sighs> door, door open. Why did I so open? eating lunch? <laughs> Not to She's mention. Trying to eat my fucking lunch, dude. That, that bathroom shared a wall with, like, our boss's office. And there was just, like, a keyhole, like, the size of a softball. And we just shoved paper in it. Like, hope he doesn't peek. <laughs> what a fucking nightmare. Outrageous. And Outrageous. The road was higher than the building. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And so yes. if you were in that bathroom and the window was open, the entire employee parking lot could just see directly into the bathroom. Yeah, it was a nightmare. Because I used to work out in the morning and I would change my clothes, like get to work early, change my clothes in that bathroom. And I always was just like, here for here's a free show for everyone arriving to work. No well. fucking clothes on in here. Uh, I just remembered, I don't know if this is maybe one of my favorite memories, but it's definitely a memory. So it was at that same place, and I was. We have so many fucking memories. That place was insane. We worked in an insane asylum. It actually was, though. It actually was. For years. So we were like begging forever because we had so far to walk and like so much shit to carry all the time. We begged for a cart, like an electric cart. And instead of getting us, yeah, instead of getting us a golf cart, they got us these like weird tricycles. Yes, with baskets. And we had to build them first off yes. and then you and i were just like learning how to ride a bike again and they were also like not even like they were very cheap and they like weren't weighted well so you kind of just like tipped weirdly yes and anyway so yeah they were they're basically worthless uh because all of our roads were also like full of the zoo is on a well the zoo is on a goddamn like <laughs> mountain i feel like the top of the <laughs> yes. zoo the commissary was on the top of a mountain and everything yeah. else was at the bottom of the mountain so in the morning yeah, you'll no dig down on your little trike, like, wee, And then, okay, now it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon. You've sweat an entire body weight's worth of sweat. And you've mm-hmm. got a cart full of shit. Bike up this fucking mountain. Good luck. Beep, Good beep. luck, dude. Your clown car's here. But you but would I always come to... and pick me up in my – and your, you had a truck. 
you'd come yeah. by in your truck and I would pick up my wagon and we would like literally heft this giant wagon and put it in the back of the truck because it was easier than me pushing the entire wagon up the hill. But anyway. Yeah, dude. Well, and I, as another side, I came by one time because you were just like, hey, can you come here? And I was like, sure. And I, I pull up in my big fucking truck expecting you needed to help getting this like wheelbarrow up there. Turns out you just like ripped your fucking finger open. <laughs> oh yeah! Like, hey, look at my finger, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yes, um, I slammed anyways. it. Owie! I remember that. that yeah, hurt so in bad. a gate. It looked real. It looked real painful. It was like so. Anyways, five times. I loaded big. up my fucking trike with my like goddamn f- like fifty pounds of meat and like oranges or whatever, and I um you know I'm biking down this like pothole filled gravel back road and. There were, like, three maintenance people that were walking by and, like, a few guests. And I misjudged the, like, very narrow gap I needed to ride my trike in. Because that fucking booty on the trike is so big, I couldn't judge, like, where I needed to be. And so I just ended up driving directly off of, like, a very small cliff. And um, I pitched, like, face first, fell, like, ass overhead. And the entire trike, like, flipped over me. It crushed me. And then all of... (laughs) like buckets of like meat and blood and like oranges and shit just like fell on top of me and like spilled everywhere and so i had like bloody oranges rolling all over the place i was covered in like horse meat and i like scraped both of my shins and so i imagine in the perspective of these guests and these maintenance workers that i was just like fucking trekking along and then like flip my fucking dumbass self over and got covered in like meat and shit and i was like god damn these motherfucking bikes why did you give us these I was so pissed. Back to our coworker stories, though. What? Okay, this is quite possibly one of my favorite ones ever. Okay, and this again involves you. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> so our our vet tech at that zoo was rehabilitating like a screech owl or something. And <laughs> okay, she was like, shut the fuck up! I already fucking know what you're gonna say. Shut the fuck up! And she was like, "Hey, do you do you want to? Well, actually, okay. So like when you found it." Like you found that thing. I in the found that. <laughs> okay, this whole story <laughs> this is sucks. A part. This whole story sucks. I fucking hate it. So Flora finds this like <laughs> this like derpy screech owl in the background, and she radios to our curator, the same one she screwed into a wall. That sounds bad. The same one that she put into a wall and <laughs> screwed a panel over. And um, she's like, "Hey, uh, I found this like thing, this like bird. Like, do you want to come take a look at it?" And he was like, "Sure. Like, where are you?" And she did not know how to fucking describe where she was. I was and she, she looked in, around. I was in the least, like, descriptive zone. Like, it was just like, you're just, like, surrounded by I just by am foliage. where I am. Yeah, and, like, you were just fucking struggling. And so I could, like, see in my mind's eye as I'm listening to this radio Long conversation. Pause. You looking around for, like, any, any, like, landmark. Ugh. Fucking silence and crickets on the other end of the radio. And then you're like, I'm near the orb. <laughs> And I shouted out loud. Because there I was, was like, a big black orb. I didn't know. <laughs> so on the fucking radio, Flora tells our curator that she's by the orb. And I was like, what does that mean? And so we go over there later. And it was like a gas tank or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, like, I literally think it orb. was like a filter for like a pump system. But it was and just like, like in the, the middle of like orb. a field. It was just a giant like, black orb. Not, but he knew what I meant. He was like, me there. <laughs> He's like, oh, the orb? I'm on my way. <laughs> so anyways, 
like a few weeks go by our vet tech has rehabilitated it and she was like hey flora do you want to stay after work and like release the screech owl and you're like yes and so we <laughs> you get there you've got this little bad boy like on your hand and she you're like what do i do and she's like you just like yeah you know, i never hold pop like, it up held a pop bird. it up in the air and it'll take flight and you're like sick and then you're filming me, I'm pretty sure. I have this on film somewhere. Yes, you do. And uh, you do. You do exactly what she says. And the, the, the screech owl, like, lifts up his wings, goes to take flight, and immediately just, like, fucking plummets to the earth. <laughs> it hit a tree. It flew into a tree and then, like, tumbled on the other side. And I looked at the vet tech and she was just like, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> fucked up still the best part is that we returned to the orb where you found it to release it we released so it at was, the orb that was its home it was really cyclical i died <laughs> could not handle that like that was incredible um i thought of a story while you were talking about that okay the time that like a wild pack of rabid stray dogs was in the zoo oh, and uh-huh. you guys were like in the forest and our yes. boss was in the forest, and he just, like, had a gun, and he was just like, hey, I'm shooting, like, north. And then, like, you guys had no idea where his body was in relation to you, so that information was not helpful. And so he was just was shooting sinister. maybe at you. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, it, it just became a really sinister thing that he shouted at us on the radio, and we're like, Ugh. So I just, like, I just laid down on the ground. <laughs> Are you kidding? I was like, I don't know where to go. Where is North from here? Like, where are you? Like, yeah, it's all relative there, bud. Um, that same insane God. man that we worked with. Uh, this is quite possibly one of my favorite stories as well. We were getting ready for our AZA inspection, and so he was doing a lot of like extra weird shit when people weren't around, like trimming hedges and stuff. We came in one morning, and our curator, the guy who was like directly under him, was he like looked shaken and he was like <laughs> he was like um uh, just like on the phone or whatever so we walk in the break room and our like guy above him it he like comes in and he looks fucking white as a sheet he's shaking and sweating and he's just like got his hand wrapped in a, like a towel and we're like hey um how's it going he was like oh, good morning and he comes in he like sits next to us and it was like another girl was there too and um we're like, uh, like, what's going on? How's it going? And he was like, oh, good. We come to find out that he was, like, trimming something when he shouldn't have been there. And he was standing on a ladder that he didn't have a spotter for. And he had these, like, sharp-ass fucking shears. And he ended up falling off the ladder onto the shears and, like, severed a tendon in his yeah. fucking finger. And was just basically, like, bleeding out. And so he's just sitting there looking like death in the middle of the break room. We just got there. And one girl had, like, a bag of chips and, like, a diet coke or something and she's like drinking that and eating her chips and he just like, <laughs> like very feebly and shakily like comes over and reaches his like nasty hand into her bag of chips just starts eating them and she's like um you could have them if you'd like and he was like oh thank you and then i was like hey did, would you like like a coke or something like you look really bad you look like you need something you need medical attention and he's just got his fucking, like, claw hand wrapped up in a paper towel, like, bleeding profusely. Yes. And he was like, oh, no, I, that's fine. And I was like, here, just take mine. And I had, like, a Diet Coke at lunch. He's like, I'll pay you back. And I was like, no, it's fine, dude. Like, it's a fucking Diet Coke. Who cares? Like, you're going to die. 
And so our vet tech eventually got in and she was so mad at him. She like yelled at him and then drove him to the hospital and he had to get stitches. And then he had like a claw hand. We're like, what were you doing, bud? Yeah, he's a claw hand for life. Like he severed a tendon. Like his hand is never the same. I will just never forget him like walking into the break room at like 6.45 in the morning looking like sweaty and shaken and like dripping blood. I was like, hey, (laughs) what's up? (laughs) How's it going? Hey, how's it going there, bud? You need a Diet Coke? Um, that, so that was really fun. So yeah, I guess that kind of leads into my last point of like, do you have any other coworker stories that you would like to share? I think a lot about my favorite coworker at my last job. She works in the commissary. Mm-hmm. And I was just like a little, I was like her little crow. And I would find <laughs> like right. little treasures around the zoo that people had like dropped. And I would just like wrap them and then like gift them to her. <laughs> cute i love that so she has like Yu-Gi-Oh cards and action figures and like one day the Visayan woody pigs carried like a stingray toy around for like 24 <laughs> hours and i finally got it back for them and then i like wrapped that up and was like to you from me <laughs> and i would just like wrap it and like leave it on the microwave and then she'd just come in and like unwrap her little gifts i was a little I, anything shiny i was just like i'm getting this for her <laughs> That's um, so cute. But I also, I think I've talked about it before, but I found like a drawing. It was just like a piece of paper, but it's like segmented into like six like sides on both sides. And each mm-hmm. like little segment is like a feeling. And it's like hatred, like anger, sadness. <laughs> and then the drawings in them are very scary and sad. <laughs> and I think it was like a child therapy or something. But like yes. the like sadness one, it's like a black <laughs> circle and then, like, inside of it is, like, this red mouth. And it's, like, really scary. But that was the favorite <laughs> thing that I ever got her, I think. And so she'd, like, like pin ring. it. She'd pin it up, like, pin up all the weird things, like, on her, cl- on her like, um, cork board. So there was mm-hmm. just, like, and she, like, taped up that, like, scary thing. And it was, like, it was, like, a mood board. And it was just, like, anger, hate, sadness. And she's, like, <laughs> pin that up at the zoo. It's, like, here we go. <laughs> That's so concerning. <laughs> oh, I guess I can go back to my butchering. Butchering oh, yeah. was really fun. And I think we, we all did time. that. It was a good time. You got to blast some tunes. You got to wear like a lab coat and a bandana. <laughs> you got yeah. to just like you just get, get inside a horse. You just get inside of a horse and you just get messy and it's fine and it's fun. Yeah. I honestly got very good at skinning horses. God. Okay. That day though. Okay. So the um, like rendering man would come oh, and he yes. would take all the bits that yeah. we wouldn't use and they would, I think, turn it into dog food, which is sus. Concerning. Because we couldn't feed it out, and yet they were like, I'm going to give this to a dog. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, one day, we cut open, we, like, dispatched a horse, we cut it open, and it had cancer, and we, like, did not feed out cancer. And if it's, like, in one place, it could be anywhere. And you can, like, mm-hmm. smell it. It smells yeah. gross. You can smell cancer. And like fucking Hannibal Lecter when I was, like, sniffing out yeah. cancer and horses. So we usually, like, chopped well, – like, we still butchered the whole horse, right? Like, whenever the rendering guy would take the bits, it would just literally be bits in, like, this giant metal can. Yeah, so, like, the gross. moment we open up this horse, he, like, shows up and he's, like, taking the other stuff and he's like, hey, what about this? He's in, like, khakis and a polo because he just, like, rolls the cans to the machine and then, like, tumps them in, like – I mean, he works really hard because these things are really heavy, but he's also mm-hmm. just, like, mainly a driver, right? Yeah. And he's literally in a white polo and khakis, and he's like, what's up with this? And we're just like, oh, you know, Bumsky, can you take this horse? Because 
we can't use them, but we haven't butchered it. He's like, oh, no, mm-hmm. like, it, it needs to be in bits. And so we're like, oh, no worries. Like, we'll get them into bits. He's like, no, I can help. And he just, like, <laughs> grabs a hatchet. And, like, uh, the hardest part was, like, breaking the spine of the horse. Yeah, you had to get, like, an axe. Yeah, yeah you had to, like, axe its, like, spine in half. Yeah. And this man... <laughs> Grabs his hatchet and starts, like, whacking into this horse and blood is spraying all over his white polo, like, all over his <laughs> fucking face. Like, we were all just like, what the fuck? We had just, like, no this chill, moment dude. of horror. And he, I feel like he had, like, some aggression issues and he got it all out on that poor dead horse. So, <laughs> good well, for him. But that, he, that, like, he helped a us. person. <laughs> yeah, he helped us out, but he was also a nightmare. Oh, also... At that place and one of my other internships, we played this very fun game where you someone has to like tell you like a word or a phrase and you have to say it either over the radio or like incorporate it into your keeper chat. <laughs> yes. And I remember like specifically at that place, mine was like call me maybe. I had to like okay. sing the call me maybe song. And so I called like my supervisor over the radio and <laughs> would like said some dumb shit. And then I'm like, hey, but can you call me maybe? <laughs> <laughs> she called me and she's like what do you want and i was like i don't need anything i just needed to say that to you on the radio bye <laughs> the fucking worst intern oh my god um, I, it's a wonder those people didn't hate us more yeah and then we also did that at the place one of my other internships and uh we like gave it to we gave our like supervisor a word and i honestly i can't even remember but it was something like so unrelated like dinosaurs or something right and we're mm-hmm. like taking care of whales and this motherfucker goes out on this beach and he's like giving out facts and he's just like yeah so you know like you might think something like hey i'd love to see a dinosaur well we've got whales instead <laughs> like it's just like it was like <laughs> so it was like so like we all were dying because it was so obviously like why the fuck would he fucking say that but to everyone else, are probably like, yeah, I did think that. Yeah, he's right. Because those <laughs> motherfuckers don't listen to anything you say anyway. That's true. They just listen for the name and its weight, and even then they yeah. don't. Yeah. Well, that's a, that. um, a very fun game. So if you're ever bored, you want to <laughs> jazz up a keeper chat or yes. um, have some fun. But, like, be professional, obviously. But obviously. having fun is not fucking illegal. So you can smile <laughs> at least once a day at your job. You could smile and laugh like once. That's At probably least fine. once. We give you permission. <laughs> we will <laughs> That's allow amazing. it. That's amazing. Thank you for this trip down memory lane. That was so wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> we have been through some crazy shit. Now's the point of our Q&Ds where we get into our would you rather. So we're oh. looking from the past into the future. Are okay. you ready? Sure. Go for it. So we've got a few from our patrons that I asked for. Uh, yesterday so we're gonna go through a few of those um but we also got some on twitter so keep an eye out in the future guys if you'd like to contribute to a would you rather your best bet is to join us on patreon.com slash keeper chat and join our discord but you can also look out for our tweet that's once every like six years where we ask for would you rathers that's also a good option too hell yeah uh so one of these is from I don't know their actual name, but it's McFreakin in our Discord. And they asked, would you rather have color-changing skin depending on your mood or tattoos that appear all over your body depicting what you did the day before? Oh, my God. Yeah. Nobody needs to know what I do. <laughs> Ever. 
So Ever. I am doing color changing skin. That'd be pretty cool. I don't need a tattoo of me like taking a shit <laughs> or like, I don't know, diddling myself <laughs> to appear on my forehead while I'm ordering at McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my two my two daily activities will just take over. I do one of two things in a day. <laughs> <laughs> you can you fill guess? in the blanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving right along. Color changes. Uh, Carl- no, you have yeah, to fucking that's... answer too, motherfucker. No, I'm doing the color changing skin. I think that's the way to go. Okay. Plus, it would look really cool, especially if I get like angry. I bet I would look like a beautiful sunset. Uh, so Carly, one of our patrons, asked us, would you rather have a meowing dog or a barking cat? Meowing dog for me. I'm just thinking about how fucking annoying both those things would be. Because my yeah, meowing cat makes me want to commit crimes right. against cats and humanity. Right, yeah. Simultaneously. Mm-hmm. But dogs barking? That's on another level. That's so annoying. So I'll take a meowing dog. Yeah? Meowing dog. Yeah, sounds good. I can't wait for us to meet our meowing dog. <laughs> Sage from our Discord, one of our patrons asked, would you rather have exceptional intelligence, fame, fortune, or attractiveness? Wow. Well, I already have, like, most of those. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Okay, what were they? Fame, attractiveness. <laughs> I see where you have honed in. I've honed in. The other two were fortune. Fortune. And intelligence. I think if you have fame, you have fortune. Not necessarily. So I'm infamous? He didn't say infame. <laughs> nope, he didn't say infame. He didn't say the word infame. <laughs> Nobody's ever said the word infame. Um, because I feel like fame would also give you attractiveness because like Benedict Cumberbatch is famous and he's hideous and everybody wow, like we really just like go wets themselves and over Ben's cum. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like having like fame gets you a lot of places. I think attractiveness could also get you a lot of places and fortune. Some of them tie could into also each other so much. A lot of places. I, I think intelligence though people don't respect. No, you could just go die in a ditch. No one yeah, cares. Literally couldn't care less. I think I will just say the money one, though. Mm. Because I don't like people, like, at all. And I right. know money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you things that make you happy. And right. if I could just dick around on this planet, either by myself or just, like, with you, like, I'm fine. You know what I mean? That's like I don't the second nicest thing you've ever said. Like to I me. know people are like, well, like people will use you for your money. No, they won't because I won't talk to them. Like, what are you talking about? I will. Mm. I will not talk to any other human. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's true. So I think I will go with the money, honey. I was yeah. I was also going to choose the fortune because I feel like again, intelligence. No one cares. Fame. I could be like some infamous fucking diddler or something Attract- <laughs> this episode is brought to you by diddling <laughs> diddling <laughs> the thing you do during quarantine um i think attractiveness <laughs> could get you could like open some doors right but like right if i'm ugly and really famous or i'm sorry and really uh wealthy then i could just like buy a cool hat you could and- buy a new face well yeah i could do that too i was just thinking like cool hat to cover my ugly face but- <laughs> a little bit easier but yeah i mean i would i would go with the money that's a pretty pretty easy choice yeah all right we've got a few more these are coming okay. from our twitter okay cool 
Uh, let's see. So these were a lot more like animal centric, which okay. is on brand. <laughs> so IRL Puffin asked us, would you rather have all the drains be at the highest point in the floor or have permanently flooded boots? All the drains are at the highest point of the floor. I already I know, have right? that. That's like already reality. I already or have permanently that. flooded boots. I'll do the drains because like swamp foot, trench foot, that ain't that ain't cute. <laughs> I don't like that. Exactly. Yeah. I don't I like that like for a, me. I don't like that. A drain is like a problem I have to deal with, but like a, the bottom of my foot falling off is like a bigger <laughs> problem that I'm gonna have to getting deal with, so. gangrene is on another <laughs> level. That's gonna be a big old problem with a capital P. <laughs> All right. Caroline asked us, would you rather hose with low pressure or squeegee with a broken squeegee? And boy, oh boy, does that fucking suck. God. I would rather squeegee with a broken squeegee. Yeah. Using a hose at full power is my anti-drug. <laughs> and when it is not at full pressure, like, I... It's your... It's, your, it's, it's your my drug. It, <laughs> It is my do drug. <laughs> like, go it home do drug. and do heroin because you had no ser- serotonin uh, all day because of your limp-ass hose. Yeah, but I... Um, limp-ass hose is a really good insult. Limp-ass <laughs> hose. But yeah, I I mean, I can air dry a bitch. I don't care. I'll turn on an exhaust That's what fan. I was thinking, Grow too. Up. Yes. Yeah, because, like, here's the thing. You really only need a squeegee if there's, like, a low spot in the floor. You can but use a broom. Like, I know. That's what I'm saying is like if there are so many low it's spots that you would just be squeegeeing forever, then like you just got yourself a bowl and that'll just dry out. Or eventually. if you like are cleaning so late that the animal's coming in, like that's on you and your priorities and your time skills. <laughs> <laughs> then this was your fault all along. <laughs> you should have cleaned in the morning. Bish. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've tried to like hose something with the water pressure of like a urine stream. And that's what I would – It's – impossible i become enraged that's one of the things about zoos though that like kind of makes me laugh is like they're like trying to like help the world and like conserve and they use so much goddamn water yeah it is it's a lot insane it's a lot we had that one zoo remember when they (laughs) that one zoo rat they just had everything leaked do you remember that? Everything leaked in the city was like, you owe us like $4 billion in like water. Do you, do you remember that? Yes. Everything. I think like there, I think there was like a, a river under the zoo and the city yes, was like, was. hey, remember when like you pay us for water? You owe us $4 billion. Yeah, that was outrageous. That was outrageous. And they were like, we cannot pay. There's no way we can pay that. <laughs> you like, can you at least dollars. fix them the holes? And they're like, we can't do that either. <laughs> no, it's just <laughs> this river is going to keep on raging. Oh, my God. The good news is if you have a broken squeegee, there's a lot that you can do to just, like, MacGyver that shit as well. Oh, if you got, like, ties. low water pressure, there's nothing you can do. True. Yeah, so I'll take that broken-ass squeegee any day of the week. Hell yeah. Plus, if you can't get rid of that water, take a straw to it and suck it right up. Got yourself a free drink. <laughs> put, put a towel down. Just roll around on the ground. Take a fucking sip, babe. <laughs> grow some mosquitoes i don't know there's a lot of options Ooh, there's a lot of things you can do um turn it into a pool who are you 
innovative motherfucker. Hell yeah. So thanks everyone for writing those in. We got a bunch of them. Those were some of our favorites. Uh, and that's all I've got this week. Is there anything that, uh, any closing remarks, any words of advice, any, any final memories you'd like to share? No, I just encourage everybody to like write things down. Honestly, you think when you're like working with an animal and maybe you get like an animal painting from them and you're like, I'll never forget who that is. And then 10 years later, you have like 75 paw prints from big cats. They all mm-hmm. look the fucking same. I don't know if it's yeah, a tiger. Remember. I don't know if it's a lion. I don't know who the fuck that is. You're not going to remember. So no clue. Take pictures and label them and write things down and write dates down. Because you don't remember forever. Um, But one of my favorite things to do that I've only ever done once (laughs) is I made a Shutterfly book for my first internship. And I was going to make one for every internship and every, like, job. And just, like, pictures of, like, animals I love and, like, experiences and stuff. Um, Because we have done so many crazy things as zookeepers. Like, this is not even... Like, this is, like, the tip of the iceberg. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. We've held so many other babies that we haven't even mentioned and done crazy things and had amazing experiences and stuff. And it is easy to forget and it is easy to take for granted, I think, too. Especially yes, you the- start to become, like, numb to it. Yeah. Like, I like today I, like, I sat on the ground and a penguin crawled into my lap and, like, fell asleep. And, like, that's just, like, another day. You know what I mean? But, like, to somebody yeah. else, they would have, like, died for that. Yeah. That's really good advice. Yeah. So like uh try to be present and and like take take action to remember those good times. Yes. Because at one point you're never going to remember. And like it's one thing taking a million photos, but like you're never going to go through a photo album of a million photos like on your computer. Mm-hmm. Like get it out, print them out, like make a scrapbook or something. And mm-hmm. then you can like make have a big old like someone you're like visiting your family and your sister like brings out like her baby brag book and you like bring out a book of like baby animal photos. Who do like, you think the family's gonna up. talk about? <laughs> yeah, like hello, you're the favorite daughter now. Bye. Everyone else could <laughs> won suck the daughter contest. A dick. <laughs> yep. 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 Winning. Nope, absolutely. That's so really that's, good advice. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks everyone for joining us this week. We hope you enjoyed learning a little bit more about our backstories, our sordid history, some of our favorite memories, Insanity. some of the weird, insane shit that we've done. And thank you, Jess, for writing that in. That was really good, uh, really good content. We love talking about it. We love those trips down memory lane. We love talking. We love talking and just having you guys listen to us. Thriving. (laughs) If you guys want to get more of Keeper Chat, you can check us out on social media. We're active on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you'd like to submit a question for a Q&D in the future, you could reach out to us at keeperchat at gmail.com. We save all of your Q&Ds and we discuss them and, you know, talk about them in future episodes. So keep an ear out for that. You can also check out our website, KeeperChatPodcast.com, where you can see a running tally of all the conservation organizations we've donated to, the amount of money that we've donated. We've got a blog up there, which will be added to at some point. We've got all of our episodes, all of our past episodes, Q&Ds, and regular ones up there. So it's a really great resource. And keep an eye on that for some fun new stuff coming up in the future. We recommend checking out all of our old episodes. And when you're doing that, please consider leaving a rate and review. We do rat raves every month, and you can do those now on iTunes and on Podchaser. So as long as you leave a rating and a review, we will donate $5 to a conservation organization of our patrons' choice, and they get to vote on that every month. So it's a great way to help out conservation without really doing 
anything. You don't even anything. burn like a single calorie. So it's honestly like a win-win all around. You do burn a calorie. If you want to get fit, that's the fastest way. You're going to move those little fingies so fast. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. You're going to burn 100 calories per yeah, well, right review that you leave. Going <laughs> <laughs> to get slim quick. Uh, but our favorite thing, as of course, as always, are our patrons. So please consider joining us at patreon.com slash keeperchat. You get tons of behind-the-scenes access to us. You get to talk to us every day on our Discord. You get to listen to bonus episodes that we record each month for our patrons only. Um, you get access to behind-the-scenes voting and photos and tidbits and all that fun stuff. And we have three different tiers that you can join, uh, two of which give you access to our Discord and all those past episodes, as well as a few other fun perks. And you also can join our tip jar if you want to just send us some money to keep us ad-free and keep us supporting the podcast. That would be really great and really appreciated, too. So thank you, everyone who's already a patron, and we encourage you to check that out if you're interested. I think that's it. (laughs) <laughs> yeet yeet okay everyone have a wonderful fucking week i almost said yeet <laughs> wonderful fucking yeet uh, everyone have a wonderful week and we'll chat with you next time bye oh! clowns oh smell you later